blessed day, everyone. I hope you're enjoying your Christmas season. This is the last podcast of the year. And I have to think about what direction I'm going to take this podcast, whether I'm going to do it once a week or a daily podcast. I'm not sure. You guys feel free to let me know on lifesmithing.com. Let me know what you'd like to see. So on Christmas Day, Teen Vogue, which I hope none of your kids are reading, decided to publish a guide to anal sex. This is not the first time they've done it. They're probably just republishing it, but they did it on Christmas Day. It's for a reason. It's a way to put down Christianity. The world is becoming very secular and anti-Christian. And it got me thinking about how it's so important for us to shelter our children from the secular world. And one way to do that is to not entrust them to the public schools. The public schools are teaching them all kinds of garbage and nonsense, and it will have an effect on them. But a lot of women don't feel that they can homeschool for a variety of reasons. I'm not going to go into them, but one of the reasons is that financially, they don't feel that they're able to do it. And that's a valid reason. So one thing I got to thinking was, if a woman would like to stay at home and maybe contribute a little bit to the family finances, what can she do? So today I thought I'd talk about five freelance work options for stay-at-home moms or wives. You can make a little bit of money, you have time flexibility, and you can stay at home with your children. We'll be right back. Welcome to Lifesmithing. My name is Cynthia Burley. Number one is bookkeeping or accounting. Bookkeeping, of course, has a lower barrier to entry, whereas accounting, you do need some education. I grouped them together because they're related. These are two good options for someone who wants to work from home. Just to go a little bit into the difference between bookkeeping and accounting, bookkeepers basically record financial transactions on a daily basis. They may also be called to produce financial reports because a lot of the bookkeeping software allows you to do that. So as a bookkeeper, you can do the most basic of tasks to some that are a little bit more complicated. And of course, you would get paid more if you do the more complicated tasks. What's good about it is that if you're able to get a freelance gig bookkeeping, you can basically set your hours and work from home. So when the kids are asleep, maybe early in the morning or late at night, you can spend a couple of hours a day recording transactions. And if you're recording daily, it really won't take that much time. The tricky thing is that it depends on how the data is being presented to you. If it's being presented to you through Excel or through scan copies, you can do it off-site, but sometimes you might actually have to be on the premises. Now, accounting involves a lot more of analysis, It also involves interpretation. If you're a young lady and you're very interested in finances and accounting, you want to go get a bachelor's in accounting, knowing that when you do have children, you might actually work at home. That's definitely wonderful. You can get a degree in accounting, start working for a few years, get the experience, make connections. So now if you want to stay home, you can possibly do some accounting from home. 
For bookkeeping, you just basically need a high school degree. You can probably teach yourself to be a bookkeeper. If you're someone who is able to learn online or you're able to learn from reading books and practice, you can probably learn the basics of bookkeeping. The thing is, you'll have to also make connections. So you're able to do some work for small businesses, you know, not asking for a lot. Have a salary is about $17 an hour. I believe that comes out to about thirty five to 55000 a year. But you can do it part-time. Accounting, on the other hand, just to become a certified public accountant, you need to have your bachelor's and then 150 post-secondary hours. So accounting has a larger barrier to entry because most people who are going to school are going to school to be accountants, not bookkeepers. However, if you just want to make a little bit of money on the side to help your family, or if you just feel like you need to be doing something else in addition, then that might be a good feel for you. I'm going to combine the next two options as one, and that is internet marketing slash blogging. Internet marketing has been around for a while. It consists of creating websites, creating content for the websites. That's why combining with blogging and also knowing how to market it online. You might market it through social media channels. You might do Google AdWords or now Facebook marketing. You have to know search engine optimization. Search engine optimization, also called SEO, is basically just the process of improving the quality of your page so that the search engines are able to deliver it up as results to users who are searching. In other words, you're increasing the chances that users will find your website when they search for a particular keyword or term. And it involves either using affiliate marketing. I'll give you an example of affiliate marketing. If you go to visit most blogs and let's say they're linking to a book and the book is on Amazon, most likely if you buy through that link, they will get a very, very small commission. Yeah, Amazon is really cheap. But that's one way of making some income or they might put some ads on the page or they might offer their own products. All that is internet marketing. It's really a big umbrella and it involves a lot of moving parts. You might specialize in a certain aspect. You might specialize in affiliate marketing. You might specialize in search engine optimization. It's a big umbrella. So how do you learn internet marketing? Internet marketing is pretty much self-taught. I taught myself over years. There's a lot of free content online where you can learn about these different aspects like content creation, SEO, which is search engine optimization, affiliate marketing. You can learn all these things. You can also take courses that walk you through the process of building a website and helping it to rank. It's good for you to have some basic website building skills, and there are also free sites for that. It's good for you to learn WordPress, which is a blogging platform, but it can be used as a regular website. So you do have to learn, but the good thing about internet marketing is you can learn little by little. You can create a basic website and little by little, as you learn, you can incorporate basic things. How much can you make through internet marketing? Anywhere from $0 to millions. The reason I say zero is because when you first start, you don't know what you're doing, you're probably not gonna make money. And then you'll start to make a little bit of money. But don't expect to make millions. Anything is possible. The people who are making millions have been doing this for a while. They've become extremely skilled at marketing in all aspects. They probably have help. They probably have people writing up a bunch of content for them. 
They probably have others doing the search engine optimization for them. Basically, they're not a one-man show. For example, you look at a site like Lifehacker, which is, I don't know how much they're making, but they're making a lot. Believe me, it's not one person. It's a lot of people doing a lot of work and they're bringing in enough revenue to be able to pay other people. Now, I combine it with blogging, like I said, because creating websites involves content. So when blogging first came out, bloggers were basically people who talked about their day-to-day. Maybe a wife would talk about what she does during her day to organize some recipes. Or you might have a man who's a handyman, and he's basically blogging daily or weekly, more personal. That's how it was. But blogging has changed because Right now, it's hard to tell the difference between a blog and a website because you can't make a blog look like a website just by putting a landing page on it. So this is what I do. I've been doing it for a while and I love it. And the reason I love it is because even though it takes a lot of work, when you see someone actually buying through your link or sharing your content or buying your product, it really does feel rewarding. Now, internet marketing and blogging, takes a lot of time. You can't just say, okay, I'm going to start blogging about something that I'm good at. And within a year, I'll be making some good money. It doesn't work that way. It's actually very hard. It's harder now than it was years ago. Because years ago, you could put up an ugly website and people will find it very easily. Now there's thousands, if not millions, I think probably millions of pages out there. So it's not as easy, but if you have the patience and there's something that you're really passionate about, then You can start blogging now, and in time, if you know how to monetize your page, you will be able to make some money. If you guys need any advice on that, just let me know. Contact me on Facebook or email me on lifesmithin.com because I want to know if that's something you guys want me to podcast more about because it's something that I do. This is a good option for a stay-at-home mom because you basically work at your own pace. You don't have any clients necessarily unless you're offering products. You work at your own pace and you can do as much or as little as you want, depending on what's happening in your life. So I think it's a very good option for stay-at-home moms who are looking for something to do. But remember, it does require patience. It does take some time before you can actually make some decent money. Hi there, this is Cynthia Burley. Please subscribe to Life Smithing with Cynthia Burley on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google. If you listen to us on iTunes and you love this podcast, we would be so ecstatic if you would give us a five-star review. Giving us five-star reviews help us to reach more people. Thank you so much and God bless. The third option is to be a freelance writer. And by that, I mean writing for websites. It will help if you have some experience in content marketing in knowing how to craft the content so that the search engines are able to find it, that you're able to help it to rank. So if you teach yourself a little bit about search engine optimization, then you're more likely to get hired. One time I wanted to try my hand at writing for money. So I went on, I believe it was Upwork. I can't remember. And I marketed myself as someone who knows SEO and social media marketing and stuff like that. And there was a woman who needed someone to write articles for her website. And so she hired me. Basically, basically she wanted me to write one article. I forgot what it was on, but something to do with social media. And I just looked at her past 
writings and I was able to kind of copy the style of the website and she paid me $80. I think it took me, the time that it took me to write it, to proofread it, I would say two to three hours possibly because I'm not someone who writes that much. I mean, I do produce content for my website, but I'm not a writer. I don't consider myself a writer. So she gave me 80 bucks. So you divide that by three into 80. That comes out to about $26 an hour, if my math is correct. Now, not everyone pays that much, but I happen to find a good person. That was not bad. And I think I did it for her one more time. It's just that writing, I'm not really a writer. I mean, I can write, but I don't really get that much pleasure of spending hours writing an article like some writers do. So I only did it like once, I think. But if you think about it, if you can write and you're able to provide very good samples of your writing, you can go on freelance sites and post your services. So that's three hours a day. And let's say you have kids and everything, so you don't have that much time. But let's say you were able to get, I don't know, two articles a day, or if you're able to get a gig, a long running gig with a company where you can make like, I don't know, 200 a week from two to three articles, that's not bad for some extra money. If you just want some extra money, if you just want something else to do in addition to your wifely duties and motherly duties, then that's not bad. Now, if you're really good, you probably could get a part-time gig working for a company that produces a lot of content. And some of those pay pretty well. You will have deadlines. But again, if you're freelance, you can tailor what you want your job to look like. So if you only want to work five hours a week, you look for opportunities that give you that option. The fourth work-at-home option is become a graphic designer. Now, I want to say that graphic design is probably a bit competitive because you have a lot of people who are into graphic design. And a lot of them live in other countries where they don't need as much money as we need to live. So whereas you might hire out your services for $16 an hour and they might hire out their services for $5 an hour. So you do have that competition. However, with the right networking skills and if you have top-notch ability then you can pick up some freelance jobs for small businesses. Graphic design can be as simple as designing flyers or promotional material for churches, for small businesses, and it can be as complex as designing websites. However, graphic design is something that you can actually learn by teaching yourself or by even taking a couple of courses if that's what you want to do. You don't have to get a full four-year degree in graphic design. You do have to know certain software. Some tools of the trade are Photoshop, InDesign, and other things. It's good if you know some, a little bit about website design, some HTML, CSS. It's good if you know some of that because you also might be called to make minor changes to websites. But there's just a range of things you can do. And I think the average salary is about $17 an hour. But to be honest, if you're working for yourself and if your skills are really good, you can charge a lot more than that. You can help with branding by creating logos for businesses. There's just so much you can do. 
it's one of those things, again, that you have flexibility if you're working from home. You just have a deadline that you have to meet. And so you can set up your day in order to do it. You can maybe work on your projects while the kids are sleeping or when hubby is home. There's a lot of flexibility. And you can build on your skills. So you can go take a course on something specific and build on your skill. So I think it's an excellent, excellent freelance option for stay-at-home moms. The fifth option is to be a seamstress. Now I can't sew for nothing. So that wouldn't be me. But some of you can actually sew. And guess what? You can make money out of it. This is a traditional way for a woman who knows how to sew to make money and to add a little bit of income to her household. I'm going to link to an article called 12 Sewing Jobs from Home You Can Start Today. But the article mentions certain things you can do. And one is you can become a sewing independent contractor. And it says that there are big and small companies that are looking to hire people to sew, crochet, or create products remotely. You might do alterations. Another thing you can do is start your own online business. And what can you do? You can do Etsy, which is you can sell your crafts on there. You can build an online store using Shopify. You can have a blog where you blog about all your projects. You can offer online courses on how to sew by using video. So there's a lot of things you can do with that. If you love to sew, you should definitely look into that. And I'm going to link to it. Okay, guys. So I've given you five options and there are so much more. I'd like to create a more comprehensive article to give ideas because honestly, I wish I knew then what I know now and how entrusting our children with a secular world can really have detrimental effects. And one way to avoid that whole thing is to homeschool, is for we women to be able to stay at home and take care of our kids and not trust them to other people. That's not to say there aren't good places. And of course, if you can find a good Catholic school that is not liberal, I mean, that's a good option too. But what a wonderful thing to be able to stay at home with your children and not be exhausted from some job, but also be able to make a little bit of money or even a lot of money to add to your family income in a way that does not detract from the time that you have to spend with your children. I hope this was helpful and have a blessed day. Saint Ignatius of Loyola says, he who goes about to reform the world must begin with himself or he loses his labor. Until we decide to reform ourselves, we cannot hope to have any influence on our families, our culture, our politics, our world.